0: This is going to be the best Christmas ever. My girlfriend, Carol, is coming to our Christmas party tonight, And I have a little surprise for her. I've got two tickets to paradise. Pack your bags, we're we'll leaving, dates Um Taking her to Sandals, Jamaica. All-inclusive. All-inclusive. You know what that means. Huh? Huh?
1: Welcome to the junk drawer.
0: Is it on the Google Doc? Uh- we're, we're not, not done with this samurai. Is, this is
2: cocktail. This is a samurai pod now. This is samurai pod. Can you put your kimono on you oh, set
1: when they had all the text? They were like literally had to tell NATO, by the way, this is for a movie.
2: I Which if also seems like the easiest cover up to start a war. Right? <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I do know plants pretty well, but I don't think if you dropped me, I would be like, that's a cocaine player. Like, would be a botanist on the side? Because <laughs> we're the three best friends that anybody could have.
0: We're the three best friends that anyone could have.
1: It's finally time to open the junk drawer.
0: Welcome, boys and girls, men and women, kids and children, to our special edition. We are doing a very special edition Christmas series here at the Junk Drawer Podcast
2: doubly special
0: doubly special i am your triply special yes it is triply special because we are doing not only is this the not start of the christmas series it is also our first episode that is not a movie we are doing an episode of the office and we have a very special guest mr christian bolas say hello hello everybody that was christian you want to say your name as well
3: yeah, Christian Bolus. that's my name. That works. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I, checks out.
0: <laughs> I am joined here by my co-hosts, as usual. Say hello, people. Either one of you can say hello.
2: <laughs> hello, my name is Bryce Howell, and I was waiting for our other co-host to talk. And I'm Cole, and I always go last.
0: So, like I said, we are doing a very special episode. Not only is it Christmas and The Office, but we are reviewing. It is Christmas and The Office. Benny Hanna Christmas. Episode of The Office, Season 3, Episode 10, debuted in 2006. Good year, important year. Great year. Great year. It is going to be a great episode because we often, I say we, mainly me, quote Michael Scott in every episode we do. So this will be the one episode where it can, it's appropriate and yeah. welcomed. The Finally. Office
1: ban has been lifted. It has the been lifted. It may yeah. be reinstated yes. within this episode.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to give a quick just recap of the episode. Pretty much there's an office party, Christmas office party, and they go to Betty Hanna's and Michael brings back a waitress, so does Andy, and then a party ensues.
2: I'm really proud of you for that summary. You're welcome. Oh, that was actually concise. Yeah. yeah. It was it's very concise. I was worried you were so going to read the So within the script.
0: party, there are two parties. now. I was getting
3: comfortable. I was ready for a, a long <laughs> intro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what we usually do is a Metacritic score, but because this is a TV episode, there is no Metacritic score, so we're not going to do that. I just want to start off by saying The Office is one of the, if not arguably the most successful sitcom of our generation. This is after Seinfeld, after Friends, Frasier, those years. Um, The Office overall, IMDb, gives it an 8.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes an 89%, which is a little low. And TV.com gives it a 9 out of 10. It probably loses a point because of those last two seasons without Steve Carell. But overall, beautiful show. Yeah. So, jumping off, our first category here is going to be um, just, guys, what do you think about The Office, and what do you like about this episode?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm an avid Office watcher and fan. Um, I'm probably like, I think a a lot of people do this, where when I've completed all of The Office, I typically will just start back again at Season 1 and begin to watch through it. and you know, obviously the more I've watched it, the more it's become a passive experience where I'm paying attention or I'm working on something else, but it's still really good always. Um, this episode in particular, I love. So I gave this episode in particular a 92%. Oh, you did, you rated the episode? I rated the episode, I gave it okay. a 92 as far as episodes go. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think in my head what I would say is 100, maybe the Super Bowl episode, uh, just because that cold opener is incredible. Oh, the, uh, the fire? The, yeah, the fire safety uh, awareness, one, whatever that
0: one is. Today, um, fire is going to save lives. Exactly.
1: Uh, but no, I gave this one to
2: 92.
0: All right. Can you guys uh, improvise here and give it a rating as well?
2: Well, so I didn't have ratings for the Office episode.
0: You weren't instructed to either. <coughs> right. He's going
2: so, rogue. Uh, Mar- Ra- Colwell went rogue. Sarah Palin. Rogue. Is rogue or extra extra credit? Extra credit.
0: Oh, you kiss ass. <laughs> Can you stop kissing my ass? Sorry. Oh, it's
3: delicious.
1: <laughs> oh, <boy>. uh, <laughs>
0: Because I put so- whipped cream on it, said sour cream.
2: Yeah, why are you sitting in whipped cream? <laughs> so Bryce? I hated that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't come up with a rating out of 0 to 100 like we normally do, um, but I was just thinking of The Office is my favorite sitcom. I think it's fair to say all of us love The Office here. No one's doubting any of our credentials on The Office. Um, this particular episode, a Christmas, it's not quite a top five episode for me, but it's Definitely a top 10 episode, I would say. Um, It's a really good one, it's a really funny one. Um, So I didn't come up with a rating, I mean, I would say it's a B, solid B of an episode. Ouch, it's a little Um, low.
0: Yeah. Christian, why don't you uh, tell them your connection to the show and why we chose you as a guest.
3: Yes, so they would know me as truly the biggest Office fan in the world, I would say. I wouldn't say there's anybody that really rivals me. I've watched every episode.
0: I'd like to think I rival you.
3: I guarantee you you don't and it's really cute that you think that Oh wow. um, I do like being ooh.
0: called cute but how dare you
3: because I have seen every episode I mean, upwards of twenty times.
0: I've seen twenty-one times. And
3: uh, I said upwards. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I own a lot of office memorabilia and things like that. I have a Dundee on my desk with interchangeable plates for the mood I'm feeling. Oh
0: my God! Where are some of the plates?
3: Yeah. Oh, I got the whitest sneakers award. Okay. Hottest in the office. Ooh. I have one that I specifically made for myself, which is just the best person award.
0: <laughs> it's and, so uh, humble. Yeah. The no, most humble award.
3: And uh, I mean. It's just been integrated into, I'm wearing an office t-shirt right now for this episode specifically. Guess
0: going above and beyond.
3: I owned the board game when there was only four seasons and <laughs> I used to play that all the time.
0: So the board game was based on four
3: seasons worth of knowledge? Yep. And okay. uh, I, there's no one else that knows quite as much as me. I'm okay. confident in that. Okay. Yeah, and okay. so I love it. It's my favorite show of all time. Nothing else even comes close. Every other show is shit compared to The Office. If
0: I hold a gun to your neck and say, choose another th- show as your second favorite, I'm going to fucking shoot. What are you choosing? Oh. The British
3: Office? That's hard. No, <laughs> okay. I'm not picking Ricky Gervais's Office. Okay. Um... I don't know. It's it's like it's so far ahead that everything else is so left behind. Right. It does right. I don't even know.
1: It's so far ahead you'd rather get shot in the neck. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather die than pick another. My <laughs> <Bye>. well, <laughs> if that Fight is Club taught us anything. Staunch, staunch fan. Yeah.
0: Ed Norton, you could survive that. I mean, so
1: allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Wow, future spoilers.
0: <laughs> Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping the Fight Club spoiler in the <laughs> Office episode. All right. So what do you think about Benny? Dead the Christmas? whole
3: time. <laughs> Benny. <laughs> Benny Hunter Christmas is an excellent episode. I did give it a percent rating, and I gave it a 94. Um, I think it's really, really good, and it's not my favorite Christmas episode, but we'll get into that later, but I do think it's an amazing episode in general.
0: All right, very astute observation there. I will give it a rating. I will give it a 95, Um, so suck it. Uh, Mm. I think this is my favorite. Christmas episode. Mm. I had it in comparison to season two. The Christmas episode, which just a I Christmas believe, party. yeah, Christmas party. Um, which even saying that now, I don't. I'm not sure if I like it better. But I was in tears rewatching. I've seen this episode about 40 times. Um, but just the ridiculousness of Michael's character in this episode. It's like cringeworthy and just the writing is so amazing. And I don't think you could do some of the things they did in today's social climate? Absolutely not. Yeah, Steve Carell even
3: came out saying that oh, the office would not survive in today's climate. Especially
0: the digs on some of the Asian American yeah, the, communities. The jokes the, the so, in the sunset
2: episode specifically had aged not, not really, super great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I really didn't know that going in. I forgot that going in. So I'm watching it now and I'm like, oh, boy.
3: That specifically, in Dundee season two, uh, when they're in the Chili's and the Asian family the waitress. is there, yeah. while he's doing Ping, um, that was actually an Asian family at Chili's that Oh night. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. The one
0: girl that looks over is the waitress that they yeah. bring up. And
3: out. they talked about it with them. And Chili's got really upset that that happened in their story. And that's why they included the final scene was saying that Pam is like never welcome She's back there again. <laughs> Oh my God. And they apologized to the family and all oh, that. Oh, fun. Like, exactly. Fun
0: fact.
1: So I'm starting to be confident that Christian is
3: the...
0: I think so. Okay. You've wow, I am. I will give my crown to him. Well, thank It you was already with me. It, it, it never had it. it <laughs> oh
2: my yeah. gosh. I'm going to fucking kill it. you. You never <laughs> had your car. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious quotes now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, please don't. Vin Diesel doesn't come close to this property, right? All right, so. uh What well, is an
2: inch or a mile. <laughs>
0: so, uh, some of the other Christmas Excuse episodes, I mean, <laughs> this party. <laughs> It's not really a good party, right? Angela starts it off with the Nutcracker Christmas. There's one good
2: party and there's one bad yes. party. Yeah.
0: Nutcracker Christmas, very boring party, and Angela excludes the new Stanford people, so they decide to make the um, Margarita Christmas party. Margarita. Karaoke. Car- Mar- Car- karaoke. Damn it. You call yourself a yes. fan of the office. <laughs> and so then a fun party ensues. Now, there's alcohol at this office party. They're singing. Um, there's a uh, some flirtatious behavior going on. yeah, yeah, um, especially to Michael and a couple of waitresses. Oh, um, <laughs> have you guys ever been to an office Christmas party, and was it anything like either of these parties? Which party was it more like?
2: So for me, uh, most of the quote unquote office parties that I've been to, have been teacher office parties. Mm. Um, And teacher office parties are inherently not very fun, especially Christmas parties because, you know, teachers get (laughs) like two weeks off around Christmas time and the party is always like the week before school gets out and nobody wants to be there. It's like, hey, you guys wanna hang out after school for like an additional hour and everybody's (laughs) like, no, we wanna go home. So that's my experience with office parties. Is is, there alcohol? um, So it depends, (laughs) obviously. If you go, if you do want on campus, obviously you can't have alcohol, but sometimes they go to like a bar or something afterwards or somebody's house. Um, but it feels like, and, and I would assume this is actually true for most places, parties is like, I don't really want, like you guys are my work friends and I like you for the time of the day that I have to work, but I don't want to spend time with you beyond that. Like yes. I would much rather be at my house right now than in the cafeteria eating cake.
3: Yeah. Christian, what about you? Yeah. Uh never been to an office Christmas party. I've been to one with as a child with my dad at, <laughs> when he worked at a church and that was about it. What was that was that crazy? Oh, that one was wild. Drinking communion wine and just munching on
0: <laughs> <away>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But uh, no, it was uh, it was very boring and I did not have fun. They did, however, play um Yankee swap, which was kind of cool. Did they? Yeah.
0: We played Yankee Swab at one of my office parties, but I let like Cole for go first.
1: Um, so I've been on church staff for several years now, and so we have an annual Christmas party, uh, and it's relatively tame. Um, it's not like the highlight of my Christmas season because uh, it's it's pretty dialed back. Um, but before I started working for the church, I had an internship for an ad agency here in Jacksonville, um, and got to go to the Christmas party there, and as much as it sounds a little bit like Mad Men, there was like a sense to me about the ad agency that they were so like purposefully trying to brag about the fact that they had alcohol like, <laughs> on site that like it just became weird at times. They'd be like, oh, you know, we do like Margarita Mondays. I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine to not have one though, um, <laughs> yeah. but, no, but no, it's crazy. Like I, I keep vodka in my top drawer. I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. Um, and so that party did get out of hand.
0: Um, One office I worked in, they did not drink in the office Um, and so the Christmas party got a little tender, (laughs) a little (laughs) little out of hand. Um, It was like open bar for so long and it was like everyone hoarding to the table to drink as much as they could for the short amount of time. Um, And then the jokes got really inappropriate to the point where I was being cautious and not going to be drinking a lot because I want to be professional, I was a new associate but the jokes were like over the top sexual. I was like, oh, this can't be good. Bad. We did a Yankee swap and I, I remember buying Jenga and everyone wanted to trade for it and my boss ended up with it at the time, different boss. And everyone like made like, oh, I guess Jenga can be sexual. I, sex Jenga?
2: I don't know. I really like just normal Jenga. Yeah. yeah. I also pronounce it Jenga. <laughs> um, you not pronounce place. it Jenga? Yeah, I pronounce it's it Jenga. Jenga. But it's an E.
0: Yeah, Jenga. Yeah. Okay. Jingo would be with an N, or maybe with an I. I would,
1: that could be Janga.
0: You say Bowels vowels, vowels jungle, can be jungle, pronounced. Vowels.
1: I know they can, but in I would pronounce, ways, but I would pronounce always. your, your Janga would be A-E in the middle. This can't a be the first time I yeah. realized. What a yeah. tangent. Yeah. A Janga, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's pull that piece back out.
0: Um, yeah. So I'm hoping the Christmas party at my current firm, I've heard it gets a little crazy. The after party is at like the partner's office house. Uh, but he prefaced it with, "I will be playing f- fun tunes, so shoot me an email with any recommendations."
1: Yeah, I mean to borrow from just this episode, the more I grow in age, the more I identify with Ryan's comment about, "I miss the old days when there was only one Christmas party that I didn't want to go to." Yes, yes. 100%. Uh, so amen, one hundred percent. So that's kind of where I'm at these days.
0: Um, did you guys ever do a Toys for Tots at work? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Did anyone ever bring, so Michael brings his No own one brought a used bike, bike. <laughs> in my experience. Probably one of my favorite openings to an episode. It's very like subtle, the joke. Michael, deck the halls with balls of holly, fa la la la, and he crashed into the wall and he says, fuck, and they bleep it out.
3: <laughs> I lose it every
0: time.
3: I also love how he's like, uh, the tires are worn down. He's like, it's probably from the test drive. <laughs> the, paint's <laughs> the paint's chipping. The paint's chipping.
0: Michael, did like, you bring my bike? <laughs> And then Creed Uh, takes a toy out of there?
2: Yeah, you're supposed to put a toy in there. And (laughs) and, and Merry Christmas to you.
0: That's when Creed still had hair. Yeah, Yeah, old time. So, two tickets to paradise. Pack your bags, we're leaving day after tomorrow. That's the next category. So Michael does some pretty cringeworthy things in this episode. Yes. yes, um, Pretty brutal. It's a, it's a
2: peak Michael episode. It is mm. a
0: rough one.
1: It's a likable cringe, though, as opposed to season two's Christmas party when he's just
3: He's just dick. awful, yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah awful. That's, that's my favorite Christmas episode. Oh, is gosh, it, yeah, it makes yeah. me so uncomfortable. The teapot alone is enough for me to have that be my favorite Because they bring episode. the teapot. And because they bring the card the back, back at the end, yes, I thought it was a awesome. great wrap-up. Yeah. And I mean, season one didn't have one, and season four didn't have a Christmas episode. But mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So this is when Michael has become the lovable goof, if you will, the lovable idiot. And the episode starts out with just such a cringeworthy moment. He, His girlfriend, Carol, who is his wife in real life, breaks up with him. Christian, why don't you tell us why?
3: Oh, <laughs> because he sent her a Christmas card. Photoshopping his face onto her ex-husband's face when she was on a ski trip with her ex-husband, her now ex-husband, and kids. Skis and greetings. Skis and greetings. Yes. And uh, as Jim said, uh, it's a bold move to Photoshop <laughs> yourself on the uh, ex-husband's face, and you know what? Michael's a bold guy. But
0: then
2: again, Is bold the right word?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, my, and Michael, Michael's defense for it is, but I was with you. I was in your heart, and I was next to your kids. Oh, man oh boy so you guys is this the most cringeworthy thing in your opinion that Michael has ever done
2: so this is up there obviously there's a lot of cringeworthy in the context of dating correct yes yes Yes. Yes. do you want to host no you should you just didn't say
3: that
0: cut my mistake okay there is one to me that (laughs)
2: sticks out a little bit more okay so he he obviously does a lot of cringeworthy things over the whole course of the office this is Obviously up there. But for me, when I'm the most uncomfortable watching Michael interact with a woman is when Amy Adams comes into the office. Oh, yes. Selling purses. Oh, my gosh. Because That's it's the a most, one. like, she is very clearly not interested. I
0: should have spotted him. another addict.
2: And like, That is true. I didn't even think
3: about that. That episode is
2: Steve Carell, he's doing oh. a great job because he's, like, getting so, like... I don't know if it's, like, the blocking of the episode or whatever, but he's getting so, like physically close to her that I'm like uncomfortable. I'm like, oh no, he needs to take a step back. Like, why is he so close? And it's so awkward and so uncomfortable. And Amy Adams, who is like an all-star actor, and this is relatively early in her career, is killing it. And like, you can see her like sweating uncomfortableness. Um, So that's the cringiest it gets for me. That that one's so good. That one is good. The creepy
0: quote he has, there used to be a window here. There isn't anymore. (laughs) So, uh, cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you should have spotted. I oh, never. you say that all the time.
3: So, yeah, yeah. The two that stuck out to me, at
0: oh, least just as much. The rules. All right.
3: Oh my, going. No, to no, go ahead. Turn? We want, we want more than one. Um, is. Breaking up with Helene on her birthday. Oh, that was, oh that that that's really a good really one. Bad. I have that, that one. Well. Is oh. so once he finds out how old she is, he's like, nope, fuck this. And Wait, and, uh, he's reading
0: the card. That's so sweet, Michael. It's yeah. not that sweet.
3: And then uh, when he like does the math on a piece of yeah. paper and gets he's it like, wrong, you're, you're fifty
1: four years old. Like,
3: no, I'm fifty eight. <laughs> and he's
0: uh, he's you know. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> He's broken.
3: And then the other one that's a super minor scene is when Pam sets him up with her landfill. Oh, my oh yes! Gosh. And he... First of all, thinks that the hot blonde chick in the scene was <laughs> good.
2: give her a ten for yeah. looks,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah.
3: one for ability to describe yeah. herself. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's clearly so upset to be on that date,
0: and it starts out they call his name for the drink,
3: and he doesn't say anything, just stands there as the guy's staring straight at him, Michael, Michael, <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, reads out his order and then just walks away. But he's like. Why is it so hard for people like us to, to find someone? I mean, it's just from top to bottom, it's
0: brutal. It's so screaming. when you get the rent check, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> no, yeah, what, you, <laughs> what do you do with it? Like, are you asking me what I do when people who give me their money?
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to make a conversation. That one to me is probably the worst because oh. it's just brutal. Yeah, from top to bottom, and then he, she gets mad at him. That's incredibly rude. He's like.
0: Ah, you ruined it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, what
1: about you? Uh, well, I had Helene as my answer, but off the cuff, other than Helene, I also get super yeah. uncomfortable with Date Mike. Nice to oh, meet yes. me. Um, nice oh, yes. Be. Because he's, first of all, he's he's doing really well when he doesn't realize it's a date. Yeah. Then Jim's like, hey, because we thought you'd be a good match. <laughs> and then he goes out there and he gets his like golf hat and becomes Date Mike. Nice to meet me. And he is horrendous to watch. Chiefly, like, whatever you want to call it, climaxing to the point that he ends up just starting flirting with the person who, the manager at the adult. Donna. Yeah, Donna. And, like, waves to the girl that he was with before, like, oh, hey, hey. (laughs) Gosh, that is terrible date form all around. Some
0: great quotes in that episode with Donna.
1: He ties the cherry stem with his tongue and chokes on it and then can't do it. it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Date, Mike.
3: Nice to meet me. How do you like your eggs in the morning? (laughs) Just awful.
0: Just a bad one. Mine is actually with Carol when he proposes to her at I, the Diwali party. I had that written down as Nine well. Nine dates in, and he proposes to his girlfriend. And th- she stays with him, though. Yeah. till like, yeah. Like, very soon <laughs> so She's Maybe. asking for him to do the Christmas card thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean...
2: The yeah. Diwali episode is pretty cringy from top to bottom because... He describes it as a Christmas or a, a, sorry, as a, or, like a Hindu or Halloween party. It's kind of
0: just ah, it's okay, it's, ever, it's okay.
2: <laughs> and so, poor Carol comes up in a costume, and then it's not a costume party. It's so bad. Pam uh, throws shade in that
3: episode too. I, I remember the scene. She's like, "Well, at least I didn't show up as a slutty cheerleader." Oh right? yeah, <laughs> I, that one caught me off guard. When she, she wasn't did that. slutty. Yeah.
0: She was an appropriate cheerleader. Uh, that's what,
3: talk to Pam. Oh man, Talk to Jenna Fisher.
0: My other one is. Um, oh. Michael at the dinner party when they're first meeting David Wallace with Jan. Mm. And he's like parading Jan around and they're public, if you will. And uh, he goes, You and the missus should join Jan and I in Sandals, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how low this girl king Limbo. Oh
3: my gosh. Yeah, that's a bad one. It's
0: so bad. Oh boy. So we all agree that Michael can be the biggest creep. Yes. Thank God for Holly. Thank God. (laughs) Yoga? Yo duh. All right, guys, so this is a mainstay category. Best scene. What scene would you show to convince someone to watch the episode? And I'm also going to tweak it a little bit. Tweak it. Off the top of my head here. What episode would you show someone to convince them to watch The Office? So Ooh, first of all... That's a real curveball. Yeah, point. let's go scene first.
2: Okay. Scene, convince them to watch this particular episode.
0: Yes. So, so my so, scene...
2: Oh, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, Cole. Nicole, go. I'll go just because I think it's going to get taken. Uh, Liam Neeson
0: taken?
1: Exactly. He has a very particular or set of episodes. Sh- or
0: Schindler's List taken. I mean, the nope.
1: amazing. Um, so I would show the karaoke scene when it finally kicks off, because um, you get a couple things. You get Michael and Andy singing uh, "Your Body's a Wonderland" <laughs> to the two waitresses, uh, yes. and it's funny because one waitress is present and the other one rides up on the bicycle. And you can see Michael's face is confused, like, "Oh, have I been singing to the wrong one?" Uh, you get Andy trying so hard to do, like, the harmonies and, like, the... I put my hands on you. Um, so you get that. You get um, Kelly singing to Ryan that we belong together. And you see Ryan He's chugging, chugging the margarita like crazy. Uh, and you also get the brief moment where Michael is explaining, you know how all waitresses look alike. Oh, <laughs> um, So, like, oh, it's it is the perfect
3: description of what that episode is going to be
0: great choice i would have never thought to choose that one yeah that's a really good one hey christian what do you what about you the
3: the scene that i thought was just so funny is them at Hanna when they're at the table i mean you got the part where jim's messing with dwight he's like oh she's asleep Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. Uh, Dwight getting pushed to the end of the table, like Michael going, that's family style. Stag. <laughs> he just takes food off another dude's plate. I love Jim's reaction, nope. Yep, talking with the uh, the dude like, uh, looks like you got a little Nakiri knife action there. Uh, Suba. Suba. <laughs> mm, bet you wish you had a Nakiri though. Suba's <laughs>
2: better when working with this quantity. <laughs> I think he
3: would know. And then that lady. Yeah. First of all, how rude were those people for not just shoving? Down Honestly,
0: them? I think that every time I'm watching, every
3: time I'm like, who wouldn't just move down? Oh gosh! Um, but I think the Benihana scene is just
1: so yeah. amazing. That, that Benihana scene also just reminded me it has one of my favorite gym moments of the whole series. Uh, and you get the scene opens with Andy finishing his story about this barista that he's been yes. buying oh, coffee of for over a year, and she didn't even know my name. <laughs> and he turns to Jim and goes, "Can you believe that?" And Jim just goes,
3: "Yes." <laughs> without <laughs> skipping a beat, he yeah. <laughs> <skipping a beat, laughs>
0: says yes. I love how Jim is like, not the not the narrator, it's not the word. He is the audience. audience. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's the audience because ex- ex- what he says is exactly what everyone was saying. That nope. Nope, not surprised at all. Yeah, nope. Um, there is also a quote in that scene that Cole uses all the time with me. I'm probably your only single friend, and every time we go to, to go out to eat, and I make a waitress laugh. What do you say, dude? you made her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she totally digs us. <laughs> she totally digs us. I like when he says that. They're looking at the check, like they're looking at checks, and I'm like, that's probably every waitress. Like, yeah. let's flirt with the guys, we get a nice yeah. tip. <laughs>
3: One question (laughs) that you had included that we glossed over was things that you know friends have done that are like as cringy as the bad Michael moments on dates. Oh, bring it up. Yeah. I have a friend who broke up with his girlfriend on Valentine's
2: Day because he forgot to get her a gift. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: I have a great story about something similar, but after Bryce shares his, I will share the story.
2: My story or my best scene? You share your scene. Okay. So my best scene, uh, and it's a thing that I love about many Office episodes is... Obviously, The Office did not invent cold opens, they've been around for a while, but The Office put such an emphasis on a dynamite cold open in every single episode. Mm. Every single episode had a hilarious cold open. And so I think that's my answer for like, what scene do you show someone to convince them to watch the rest of the episode? The cold open, Dwight, Brings a dead goose into work, mm. trying to convince everybody in the office to allow them to cook it, which is already hilarious. Pam's flipping out. She's like, "You gotta get that out of here!" But the thing that puts it over the top for me is Toby, who's such a rare person to be really funny in a scene. Oh. But he's looking at Dwight like, like you can't really think that you're allowed to do this, which is so funny. He just keeps going, "Dwight, Dwight, come on, Toby, come on, it's Dwight!" Like Christmas. And then Dwight's like, "Toby, it's Christmas." And he goes, "Dwight, it's a dead goose." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then, Jim's got a great line there too. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You're looking for the goose grease.
2: Yeah. The, the goose grease line also gets me. And then we could save the molten goose grease in the fridge. Yeah. Save your chip sell the trip to the good. grocery store for some expensive goose grease. Um so I picked the opener.
3: And then the best Toby says clean it in your car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he lets him do it, but he has to clean, clean it in his, his car. car. Yeah, I mean that's just uh, such a, a legendary moment.
2: I love the office openers. They're a- every episode like a lot of times I would be like the opener is almost the best part of the episode.
3: I mean, the cold opens are always yes. really, really good. Really good.
0: <clears throat> My favorite scene, and it is very early on. I feel like the, the episode is almost... Two, it's a 42-minute episode. It's almost two episodes. Um... It's, it is two episodes. Yeah. Oh, it was a two... Was two I mean, episodes? so
2: according to the way The Office produced things, a normal episode is only like 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's a double episode or two episodes.
0: Um, so the beginning is Michael getting excited for the party and then his girlfriend breaks up with him and then they go to Banihana's and it takes a turn. Um, but I love the beginning when Michael's all enthusiastic because his girlfriend comes in and it's the first time he brings Carol into the office and it's not the best scene in the episode. It doesn't really encapsulate the whole episode, but it is my favorite scene. And so she comes to the party. It's like, what, 10 a.m. maybe? Yes. And he goes, there she is, a Christmas carol. Hello, you're about five hours early to the party. Oh, you're such a blonde. And then he laughs. laughs. And then he introduces her. He goes, hello, everybody. I don't know who you haven't met yet, but I think this is one of them. This is my girlfriend, Carol. This is just in front of her. Show show him the back. And he tries to get her to turn around.
3: Oh, my God. And
0: she goes... Michael, I need to talk to you in private or something like that. I need goes, a moment alone oh, I low need a moment alone with you. This
3: is all while he's wearing yeah. a bathrobe. Yes,
0: that. Okay. As she's walking in the office in front of Michael, he grabs her butt and goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. And then she proceeds to break up with him. Um, so, going up with the breakup story, actually, yes. I broke up with my college girlfriend um, a week or maybe a few days before Valentine's Day. She had bought me tickets to Justin Timberlake, Ooh. a 2020 experience. And I was really excited to go, was my favorite artist, especially that album. But I knew I, wasn't, I was moving to Florida for law school, I knew it wasn't going to work out, and I thought I would be a jerk if I went to the concert and then broke up with her. So I'd have to fake it at least a couple of weeks so I didn't look like I used it for the concert. So I said, i got to bring up with her. Dumbest decision ever. So I drove to her house, she's all excited, whatever, and she was 20, I was 22. And she never asked me to buy her alcohol except for this one time she was hey we're having a girls night in do you mind buying me a case of beer or a, think, a six pack so i go to pick her up she thinks to take her to the liquor store but i'm going to break up with her oh. so she comes in the car she's so happy and she's like hey babe blah, blah, blah. And i'm like hey we gotta talk and i spun it in the way like hey i'm moving to florida and she's like oh that's okay like we'll date long distance and i was like oh, okay man, well no dude. i gotta i'm gonna break up with you she starts bawling her eyes out it's really emotional and then, like an idiot, I jokingly say, uh, like, Did you still want that beer? And she, <laughs> no. did, through tears, goes, Yes. Oh, so oh my, my God. I drive her to the liquor store. What is wrong with you? It was you? so uncomfortable. I like go in, she's crying in my car while she's waiting <laughs> oh for me. Oh my God. I gave myself
3: a handle of alcohol as well. I like... bring her
0: back the six pack, it was like a send off goodie bag. And I was like, All right, have a good life.
2: Yeah. Oh my. And then
0: I went to a frat party and had a horrible time and then tried to get back with her the next day.
2: <laughs> wow. It was I, horrible. That was oh, pretty bad. I hate that. That, that was
0: yep. a she's married now to another man. Could have been me. Yep. So that I mean, was my Michael Scott moment. Yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that, was, that very very was very Michael Scott. Very
3: Michael Scott.
0: One of the things I didn't like about her, she didn't like the office. Well that's a joke. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. She busted the balls, you know? <laughs> 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 to quote Tommy DeVito. Yeah. So guys, favorite episode now. One episode to convince someone to watch The Office. I'm going to oh, go first. Yeah, yeah. I, this just happened to me. Uh, my friend came in from out of town. His girlfriend had never really seen the show. And I put on The Convict. Mm. Prison Mike. Do you really expect me not to, to push you up against the wall, Biatch? <laughs> she, yep. she really yeah. enjoyed it. I also might show basketball, but it is season one.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would probably stay away from the season one episode. But it
0: is a strong. So, i like season what secret i always weapon. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me
2: but i always tell people because i've talked to people a lot of the times they're like i tried to watch the office i couldn't get into it um and i think that is true if you try to start with season one season one we all like it because we're Love mega it. fans yes. but falls deep in the office right it is oh i did not like that um <laughs> it is a little bit less good than some of the other seasons less well that follow afterwards um so i always tell people to start with season two and there's good reason for that. The very first episode of season two, season two episode one, is the Dundies, which mm. might be the very best episode of the whole show. Oh wow, um, hot
0: take? No, it's a pretty. That's a pretty, I think that's a pretty, popular pretty common opinion. opinion. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's it's I not would agree. An it's uncommon. Very opinion. very 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 good. Yes.
2: Um, and so if I'm, I mean, I guess if you're saying like if you wanted to convince people to watch The Office, which office, which episode would you show them? I've done it a lot of times showing people. The Dundies. It's Dundies well is received. not my personal favorite episode, but I think that one because that one instantly really gives you a lot of Pam and Jim, which is the driving force of the first four or five seasons of the show. Yes, especially um,
0: when you think Pam's the main character, as you do.
2: Pam is the main character of the
0: show. Oh God. So, God's the main character of the so show. <laughs> I, feel I feel God. Is I
2: feel God in the God tonight. That is the
0: wrong answer, but um, we will discuss it.
2: So anyway, my answer is the Dundies.
0: I'm, yeah, I would agree that. If you're trying
3: to get somebody hooked on The Office, you want to pick an early season episode. So I would also go for season two and I would probably pick the Dundies as well. Just a, I mean, it's just an iconic.
0: Well, the two of you can go fucking on a date and watch the Dundies together. I
3: would love that. We actually. will, I would yeah. love to do that. You want to go
2: after this? Yeah. Okay. Do oh, you want
3: to come to That fall. sounds
0: delightful.
3: Yeah, you can stay here in your house alone and we'll go all day.
0: <laughs> it's an apartment, how dare you? You're right. The only thing I, I have, I, season two is arguably the best season. The only reason I wouldn't show it is because it doesn't have Andy. Andy yeah. is
2: a divisive character. Yes, well, that's a, I agree
3: hundred percent. He's a character made to be annoyed with. Yeah, like, yep. He
0: is a device. No device. He, he is a device. You're right. He's like a he's like a guy, tool a screwdriver. Cole.
1: So Christian mentioned what I think is one of my. It's probably it's probably my top three episodes of all time is the basketball episode. Um, I mentioned it. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me give my credit to Mario then officially. Um, <laughs> so, but again, I I hear what y'all are saying. I don't know that it has as much like power for a non-viewer to pick up on right then. Um, so the Dundies is a really great answer for that. Mm-hmm. I think another kind of like call it a dark horse one would be uh, Raby's Fun Run. Yes. Oh uh, that's yes. So funny that, that was up there for me. Dude, because uh, you get so much of like a lot of good things. You get an incredible cold opener with oh, Michael incredible. hitting Meredith with the car. I feel mm-hmm. very blessed. Um, <laughs> <pow>! <laughs> <laughs> and you get him being Michael to a T when he describes to the office and says, Meredith was <laughs> hit by the car oh. and uh, the doctors have done all they can do. Um, they and try to save her life. They try to save her life. <laughs> And she's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Stanley's she, like, "What, what is you, wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you?"
2: Um, so you get
1: all of it. You get Michael. Uh, you get Pam seeing Michael naked in the episode. <laughs> oh, in! that yes. episode's great. Yes.
2: Yeah, season four in general is really strong because it's it's kind of underrated because writer strike season. It's the writer strike season, so it's much shorter than the other seasons. But it's where like it feels like every part of the cast and crew has figured out. What makes the show work? Yeah, and so like the show really peaks through season three and season four for me. Yeah, Uh, and so all the season four episodes I think are really strong, and they're an hour long, like like *Benny on the Christmas*. Yeah,
0: arguably my favorite episode is I think it's season four, the dinner party.
2: Dinner dinner party is the other one that's commonly considered the quote best yeah, episode, yeah.
0: which I wouldn't show because it it's not there's not much interaction with the it's not in the office. It's hard to say
2: it's the best episode when most of the office episode doesn't occur at the office. Talk yeah, about cringeworthy
0: moments. This it's is the, the, the most yeah, yeah, and there's a great deleted scene. There's a scene where Michael, he goes, I finally broke down, bought myself a plasma screen TV. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and he, It's like a, like it's a, not a 10 scene. It's
2: just outtakes of John or Krasinski I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to get through the scene without Mike, laughing. Michael <laughs> goes, <"There's laughs> a lot of
0: people in the room? You can fold it right into the wall. As <laughs> he's folding it in, John Krasinski can't stop laughing. Oh, also, nice. we might point out that Christian, I said, looks like Jim. Yes. Yeah. Has your head grown bigger since I said that?
3: Um, It has grown tenfold.
0: Does your girlfriend like you even more now? Oh, uh, she already
3: thought I looked like Jim. So oh, I, I want some that. credit. Yeah. The next yeah. time you're you intimate gain, with you your gain girlfriend, yeah.
0: I want credit. <laughs> All right. So, what I, this next, Gary? I say worst scene. However, there's no bad scene in this episode. Agreed. It's a strong episode. Yeah. So, kind of off the cringeworthy Michael moments. Which cringeworthy scene in this specific episode? Stuck out to you.
2: So Cole's best scene is my cringiest scene. When the second waitress (laughs) rolls up on the bike and Michael (laughs) realizes that he doesn't know which one (laughs) is his date is very uncomfortable. Mm. And then I think it's immediately after that scene, he goes into the office or he goes into the break room and he's like, where's my girlfriend? And they're both sitting there and they both laugh and he goes... No, where he? I'm so <laughs> he, drunk. He wants them to say which one <laughs> is his quote. You game. know where I am.
0: <laughs> which Let's point out first, the two waitresses they brought back to the office party are Difference. not the two waitresses. Yes. Different than the ones, And most... that'll come up in tidbits. Yeah. Well, no, good thing it came out now. So, yeah. no, there's yeah. fun facts. But... <laughs> so, Bryce, is it the whole scene or is it specifically the mark?
2: No. Oh, the it... mark
0: is legendary.
2: Yeah, it's the whole scene. Like, the mark is probably where it peaks, but like is like from the moment Michael's face shows that he does not know which waitress is his date, to the mark is the cringiest part. Hilarious.
0: Literally marks her arm with a marker. Yes. So offensive.
1: Mine is, I, I just, I can't get past the beginning with the Christmas card. That like, <laughs> yes. marking someone's arm is like, that That one is horrible. But I, could, I, I can't imagine somebody Photoshopping their own head on a previous person's Christmas card that I can't get past that one.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. probably the one, that's probably the one they want. The, the mark on the arm, and the Christmas card are probably the ones the writers want to stick out the most. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the
3: ones that stuck out to me. They're the cringe, Yeah. Sure.
0: I have a couple of very small ones. Um, and then I'll let you go Christian, but mine were like, uh, a line that's very, it's almost subtle when the one waitress comes in and she takes a little nutcracker toy and Angela goes, Mm. Um. Hello, Miss. What are you doing? Oh, I thought I could have this. You can't have that. I don't come to your home and take your Hello Kitty backpack. Mm-hmm. Say, oh boy. And An- then
2: Angela's consistently just yes the meanest, terriblest yes. character. And, I don't
0: know. If that was cringe. Really, it was just a moment for me, like like ooh. ooh. Yeah. That now. <laughs> um, and then Michael, <laughs> at the end of the episode, he is so desperate. He invites the waitress to Sandals Jamaica. Mm. And she Mm. says, no, I have school.
2: (laughs) Michael throwing up the Hail Mary always is uncomfortable.
0: And uh, Jim tells him he had a rebound, makes him feel good. And he goes, I had a rebound at the end. He goes, or as my friend would say, Domo Arrogato, Mr. Scotto. (laughs) So bad. Oh, Mm. no. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Go ahead,
3: Christian. I mean, I don't have any of the other cringy scenes to add. Those were like the iconic ones. One that always like killed me that I imagine was hard to get through was him like replaying the little snippet of the song.
1: <laughs>
0: Goodbye, mama, touch my heart. Touch my soul. You have been the one for me.
1: This time of ridiculous I watched that scene and they give him so long where the camera's just on his face and he's just doing small face yes. face moves. Just like <laughs>
3: Yes, I, mean, just tears like, I don't know how he didn't like break like that. I
2: mean, I'm just, sure it did. Allegedly, Steve Carell like or Steve Carell never breaks. Like he just is a, a awesome. champ.
3: Yeah, Ray Wilson always. If You want to watch like the biggest break scenes in all of the office it is a Christmas episode. It's the uh, one where Phyllis is Santa and when Kevin sits on Michael's lap, there is everybody in the background breaking. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly isn't even trying to hide it. She's fully laughing. Andy ducks behind a wall, <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan is just, like, smirking, like, cannot help it. It is the biggest break that has ever been left in, and it just kills me every time. That's, That's so awesome.
0: funny. Um, shouts to Rashida Jones, right? This is a Karen season. The she, Karen season. The Karen season. She went on to become a megastar. Yeah. Rashida Jones. She was great. And, like, I always wondered if Jim would have stayed with her.
3: I like Karen so much more than Pam.
0: No, I don't. He shows her his hand in this episode. I never realized it when he's telling Michael. He's telling Michael, yeah. Like the ones that you, you know, you all the break your heart when you keep going back.
1: It's hard her. because Pam's arc is so rewarding to see her like become more confident and feisty and like seeing that transition in her like I end up loving her the most. So maybe if Karen had been given, you know, six more seasons, she then also gets yeah. that much arc, but I also love Karen so.
2: Yeah. We all love Karen she, here. No one fears the Karen hate. She
0: moves upon E Changes her name to yeah. Anne, changes careers. Mm. Witness protection. I will say I think she I like her better as Anne. She's do, really good
3: as Anne. I didn't do that. I mean, Parks and Rec is another She's perfect as <laughs> Anne in Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, you I are.
0: really like that. Choose with Chris Traeger, then he gets frumpy. God. You are the worst person. <laughs> Alright, guys. I quote the office on a day-to-day basis. You do. I can't stop quoting it. I'm gonna ask you guys to quote one quote from this episode. You have to choose one.
1: So to okay. be clear, the audience is about to hear four total quotes.
0: Four total quotes, and I might drop a quote from a fifth person.
2: Okay, so not choosing one in that instance. No, no, no.
0: We each have one, and then, and then this, you three, have two. this fifth person has one. Right,
2: mm. which yeah. is you again. All right, fine. We each have one. I'm curious. His name is Mario <laughs> T. I don't know if a friend of mine. Uh, he had like six more quotes.
3: Um, I'm curious to see one. if we're going to have line up on quotes. Maybe. But I really think we're going to have some Mine
0: is obscure. Okay. I don't, really? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I will use it. I will use it whenever I give a speech, and I have had people tell me that I have to stop throwing this into a speech. Um, This is an old adage, but they say when you find true love, you know within the first 24 hours. With Carol, I knew within the first 24 minutes of the second day I met her. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah,
3: that, that was an option for my favorite quote you do,
2: you do say that a weird amount of times For how specific that quote yep.
0: is <laughs> <laughs> I say that every time I go on a date
1: uh, Mario I think helped me find mine Which is uh, from before At the Benihana scene uh, Where Michael makes the waitress laugh And Andy says Dude, you made her laugh <laughs> uh, And so I find myself that Anytime a girl laughs at a guy's joke I'll whisper in the guy's ear Dude, you
0: made her laugh. (laughs) Have you ever had lame friends who don't get the reference? I've never had lame friends. Have you ever had lame people? Are you friends with Mario? (laughs) Ouch! (laughs) This guy, quick with the jokes. Bada-bing. Bada-bing, hey, you busted my balls over there. Hey, busted my balls And what about the other kind of girls? First, (laughs) First, you wine them, you dine them, and then... They busted busted the balls. balls.
2: My most used quote we did already touch on as well. Uh, It's from the gym. interview part where he goes it's a it's a bold move for michael to photoshop himself in is bold the right word <laughs> yeah just the last part is bold the right word is is something that i'd say a lot or is whatever blank the right word <laughs> <laughs> um but that's probably my most used quote from this episode
3: cristiano me i'm so glad it wasn't taken because this is my favorite. It's right before they leave for Hanna and uh, Michael goes, and you were nothing but great to your hoe. And you told her that she was the only hoe for you and that she was better than all the other hoes in the world. And then suddenly,
2: she's not your hoe, no, no more. mo.
3: <laughs> that one kills it. I use that one in my regular life when any of my friends get dumped or break up with a girlfriend. Yeah. My, I say, I'm
0: sure they love your sensitivity.
3: Yeah. You know me. And uh, I was like, and suddenly she's not your hoe, no <laughs> mo. Gosh. And um, oh, boy, a true office fan friend of mine would appreciate yeah. it, but.
2: Yeah. Some don't. Some yeah. people might not recognize yeah. it and feel like you're being a jerk. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce giving this
1: Steve Carell factoid that he rarely breaks becomes so much better. Looking at all the most insane
2: things yeah. he says. Because like you can see the outtakes and everybody else starts laughing, mm-hmm. but usually he does not. Yeah. Apparently, according to uh, Jenna Fisher, uh, Oscar is the one who about to say. never, never, yeah, breaks. never breaks. Yeah, never Tec-
3: breaks. Actually broke two times over the course of the entire office. Wow. Yep. And one of the scenes would shock you of what he broke at. Was it? It was not one that I would have pegged as being, like, the funniest scene. It's when Andy is doing sex ed, and um, it, he, like, looks over at Oscar with his fingers, like, <laughs> in a triangle to his lips. And then Oscar just started laughing for some reason. <laughs> and everyone was like, everyone starts cheering when he breaks. They're like, yes, Oscar, I two times, two this. times. this. And
0: yeah.
3: um, that one killed me. But,
2: yeah, Oscar is one of the most legendary.
0: Oh, man. Jim, Dwight, Ryan, we're going to Asian Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't age well.
2: And another small thing that I don't know if you picked your favorite quote yet or not, Mario.
0: No, I did, yes. Okay,
2: but you also will, when you're sad, you'll sing the song. That, I don't know what song it is <laughs> that Michael's singing. Goodbye, my love. But Mario will just Goodbye, like, my He will be real life sad, but then he'll just start going,
0: Goodbye, my love.
2: <laughs> so Are you actually sad or are you just joking right I now? I am not proud of
0: this, but I have been told by several people who have just met me that I remind them of Michael Scott. You are Michael Scott. Because yes. of the way I deliver. Like I've seen the show so many times that I like emulate his delivery and stuff.
2: It's like you didn't know you weren't supposed to be emulating Michael when you watched Bryce, the Bryce, why don't you
0: tell a story about when you and I went to visit Planet Fitness. When, okay, That was the most Michael moment you've <laughs> ever seen. Dude? The
2: most Michael Scott moment has <laughs> <Mario's laughs> ever been truly is we were both going to planet fitness we were both going to shine up sign up for a gym membership and uh, shout out planet fitness thanks for sponsoring this episode Thanks you the pizza <laughs> you're not the sponsor um, and so the guy is showing us around and mario is peak michael scott and, like, and the girl poor... oh it's a, it was it was a both. girl yeah, yeah. guy and a girl showing us around and like these poor folks they're just i mean i'm sure the people at planet fitness don't make like a ton of money and he is just giving it to these guys and like joking with them, and they don't know he's joking, and they're, the poor people are just hating their life. And I'm doing the thing where I'm like trying to be like, I, I don't really know him that well, <laughs> like standing a few feet away. <laughs> and then finally, Mario goes, Well, I'm gonna use the women's bathroom. And then she goes, Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't use any of the bathrooms until you're a member. I didn't say
0: women's bathroom, I just said I'm using the bathroom.
2: Uh, I've used the bathroom. She jokes, finally jokes with him, realizes. He's been joking the whole time. She's like, ah, no, you can't use the bathroom, so you sign up. And he immediately becomes serious and goes, I can sue you for that. And
0: she's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I was like, really, you have to let me go to that room. Right? Oh, my oh, God. I was, right. I was
2: sinking into the wall. I was like, I just, I'm going to leave now. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, I'm going to head out. You've known
0: me a great deal. Are there any Mario, Michael Scott moments that come to mind?
2: Every day, all the time.
0: But is there any, any in particular? Yeah, every day,
3: all the time. I mean, some <laughs> Michael moments are, one that always sticks out to me is one of the most brutal Michael moments in the whole show is when Phyllis says, "Oh, I could cheer," and he goes, "Oh yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, worse, than, it's you worse than you playing. <laughs> that one was so mean and just so like zero hesitation on his part. It's awful.
0: God bless the God needs those or God bless those who sit and wait. Suit up, you're on the team. So could you fit in our- a
3: rowboat for an
0: hour? I always say that. Can not you fit into a regular sized rowboat without a capsizing? Walkie talkies. So Dwight wins the Christmas raffle for the karaoke margarita Christmas party. He wins walkie talkies." Guys, best or worst office Christmas gift you've ever given or received?
2: I thought you wanted best and worst because I have both. Ooh, all right. Go ahead. Well, so for me, it's uh, <coughs> not less so like the office gifts, like when we do like work, secret Santa or whatever, usually the gifts are pretty like, you know, small $20 gift card. Usually there's like a thing that I filled out, which says where I want a gift card to. So it's chill. It works out nice. Um, but being a teacher, oftentimes kids give you presents as well. And of course, they just kind of wing it because they're middle schoolers and so the best one they'll give you is they give you food gift cards which is dope because they see which foods i like because i bring them to lunch and they're like oh mr howell loves panera but i don't really it's just close to work but whatever free panera gift cards i'm in <laughs> on that so those are the best gifts that you get but the funniest gifts and the worst gift is definitely like oh you're a teacher you like this stuff and so they give you like random school <laughs> supplies I guess. like oh mr howell, i got you a 10 pack of highlighters <laughs> I, I want to be like you've been in my class for three years. Have what you the, ever seen me? What use the highlighter? fuck am I highlighting?
0: Thanks, no highlight. No highlight. That's funny. Like oh, you got me a chore. I have to grade your papers with a highlighter now. I don't want this.
3: You can I give you an F in pink.
0: <laughs> so it jumps out at you. Christian, what about you?
3: Uh, well, I've never gotten office gifts, but I mean, I do have a best gift in general in my life that comes to mind, and it is office themed, so it, oh. it works out well. Um for my birthday uh or yeah, for my birthday I got a uh I got a comic book made of me. What? Like Pam gave to Jim. I got no. it from my awesome girlfriend. Shout out to Sarah, you're beautiful. Um but she gave me she touch like my
0: heart, touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, just want to taste it. I just want to taste it. Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> Sorry.
3: Go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, she gave me a comic book centered around me. She like bought software to get like comic book characters Dude, and then made it into a. Is book your
0: girlfriend looking for a second boyfriend?
3: Um, second wife no
2: oh, yeah. second
0: second She's life. Not. actually that's awesome man but, uh, so that was like the best
3: gift what was your superpower my uh, my superpower was just being awesome
0: that's what it was being sexy yeah so it was just like a it was a non-fiction
3: no it was true I'm a super sexy super that's what nonfiction, that's a non-fiction fiction is oh <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this just a jam. you said
0: um part-time at GNC while you're in school correct yeah Has any GNC employee been douchey enough to like give someone else like protein or something that you would see in the store?
3: Uh, no, no one's done that. But I have had somebody uh, give me a gift of a returned protein to the store. Like it was like a favor to me. And I was like... You know, I'm good. You're like, yeah, I pump a lot of iron. I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want this at all. <laughs> but no, nothing really like that. All right. We give each other gifts. We don't really talk to each other.
0: There you go. Yeah. Macho man. My uh,
1: my worst one is not from my office. Not from the office. It's from my parents, but I'm still just going to share it real quick. Uh, I love my parents. Thanks and for
0: and Mr. Mrs. Brown.
1: Love y'all the most. Always, often. I first um, rule. I
0: will not call them that.
1: <laughs> but... Uh, I was thinking about getting an iPad a year ago, and they wanted to help out with the purchase, so okay. they bought me a gift card. They bought me an iTunes gift card, <laughs> oh, okay. and I'm gonna tell this story as fast as possible. Do they know? Do they know that this is? Or they do not know. This is their
2: first time hearing it. If they listen, to if this they
1: podcast. listen to this podcast, they'll hear okay. what happens.
0: You gotta be kidding!
1: So they buy me a hundred dollar iTunes gift card. I quickly find out that it's only redeemable with iTunes. So to to purchase movies, purchase songs. There's no connection between it and the actual Apple store, which is what they believe they're getting a gift card for. (laughs) You can't return the gift card. So I go, okay, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. In my head, I go, I'm gonna sell it on eBay and maybe I'll get it, I'll sell it for 80 bucks and at least get some money back towards this purchase. So long story short, uh, a person buys it, texts me uh, For for $80, and then emails me and says, hey, I know you sent it in the mail, but why don't you go ahead and text me the like scratch off code so I can go and redeem it right now, um, and then when it gets here, you know, it'll just get here, but I've already spent it. I go, yeah, no problem. So I send them the details, they spend the money, and then two days later, I get an email from eBay that says the buyer has claimed fraud on the sale and is returning it. So, (laughs) I, my my account gets docked, $80, the person spent the $100 gift card, (laughs) so I had to pay for somebody to steal from me. That is legendary. Why
0: would you ever, ever give them the code?
1: I I need a lawyer. Oh god. Where were
0: you? That is You should have called legendary. James P. Albini. <laughs> touch my heart, touch, touch my, my soul. soul. <laughs> Alright, so mine is actually we did Yankee swap when I was a state attorney. We did it was just a Christmas ornament. We a state attorneys not making a lot of money, so we had a five dollar ornament we bought. I bought myself a Spider-Man ornament. I love Spider-Man and I'm like you know I knew which bag was mine we go through we had to pick numbers. You trying to like, pull
1: a Kevin with a foot bath. Yes
0: yeah. <clears throat> I should have taken the iPod oh shoot <laughs> so it comes to me I take mine I'm stupid because as soon as I revealed that it was Spider-Man everyone's like oh Mario got it because they knew I was obsessed so it comes around and someone changes with me and they give me a set of ornaments it was like a two in a set and I'm trying to convince people to take my ornaments I'm like Sure you don't want this one? Look at this great craftsmanship. Oh, so you're like Michael with the,
3: uh, with the oven, oven mitt? Oven mitt. Yeah. Here's the
0: horrible thing, though. It was this very sweet, this very cute little like older woman, a very very sweet lady, and she had bought this two ornament set, and I didn't know that. So she's looking to choose one, and I go, "Ooh, how about this one? This one's great. Look at that fine craftsmanship." And like Mario, that's her. She bought that, and she like makes a sad face. I'm like, instead of like saying it, you're sorry, I, I immediately go. Well, I mean, you could always return it. You know where you oh bought it. Oh my gosh.
3: You are Michael. <laughs> you are Michael Scott. You are Michael. <laughs> I
0: ended up giving it away. I didn't even want the ornaments. Oh
3: my gosh. One
0: one girl didn't want the- uh
3: You can return world's it. World's
0: best mom ornament. So I took that from her instead and gave it to my mom. That's what I did. Oh God. gosh. You could always return it.
1: You've identified with the wrong- I girl. said,
0: I said, you could always return it. I'm sure you still have the receipt. Was my exact words?
2: No, mm. that's awful. Oh. It was 5 dollars! You said five dollars. Yes. Yeah, cool. Being friends with you is what, like watching Scott's Tots on repeat. Every <laughs> oh, <hour>. oh <laughs> I, we did not bring
0: up that is the Michael Scott most cringiest moment. Well,
2: ever. you
1: didn't say that. You said within dating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right.
0: Never mind. I'm gonna reverse. Strike that r- from the record. R- 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 All right, so guys, two Christmas parties in this one: karaoke yep. Christmas, Nutcracker Christmas. Which party are you attending, and why?
2: Easy Easy, decision. Christian, go ahead. Nutcracker Christmas.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nutcracker Christmas. No, margarita karaoke Christmas because, I mean, it just is way more fun. No, because margaritas.
0: Drinking. mama. There is a part of me that hears... Margaritas
1: are the
2: best drink. It is true.
1: There's a part of me that hears Kevin's reasoning and I identify with it when he says double fudge brownies, (laughs) Angela. Double (laughs) Double fudge. fudge. Like, Mm. I got a sweet tooth. I'm not a brownie guy,
2: though. I'm a margarita guy.
1: But I'm also, I'm in a place where I would, like, I wouldn't care if Angela spoke to me the way she spoke to people. I would just still just eat the treats. And just ignore, care. yeah. Yeah, I would just ignore. No and seconds,
0: Kevin. No, I would what just take about, seconds. Just go care. get a goodie bag and walk out. like Yeah, like, I would do all of that. Yeah. No what scene. about Kevin? And I'm here to Kevin remind do me. Cole's Kevin, Cold yo, You, 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 you. I don't know. <laughs> His karaoke performance is legendary. It is. He's got is a couple
3: great. legendary ones. He does Christmas. <laughs> I don't, remember that, one. You don't that late, remember that one. Is that late season? That is going to be from. Jim's Party? No. No, that's going to be
2: the one where Phyllis is Santa. That's going to be oh. nice ah. the one. like that.
0: Mm. Bryce, which Christmas party are you going to?
2: i'm going to the party that has margaritas easy all right in, in, like you all you
0: love marks. i love person.
2: margaritas yes. i also love a good margarita yes yeah. <coughs> they're the best drink you were born on cinco de mayo i was born on cinco de mayo top drink
0: oh, five of the may
2: yeah fifth
1: of may
0: oh my gosh mexican independence day
1: nope not even that <laughs> okay
0: cool. about a taco bell they have hot deals <laughs> 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 yeah i would f- choose the yeah, obviously karaoke christmas too i'd actually wait for them to join together
2: um, oh, you would have said that. Once Angela returns the cord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw it somewhere. <laughs> All right, here's another
0: question Nikir or Subo? Suba. <laughs>
2: yeah, Suba's much better when working with this quantity.
0: I also love the very, very cute moment, which is sad if you like Karen. Um, they get each other the DVDs, yeah. Bridget Jones' Diary, and they're mm. the same gift. Yeah. It's, like, it's very, a nice very little cute. moment there. It's a nice. very nice little moment.
2: Um, they do give you a lot of good Karen. Char- I mean, I like
3: Karen. Karen's a great character. I like Karen more than I like Pam.
0: Not oh my God. not across all seasons, but
3: across all
0: seasons. You know who you sound like. Cole. Cole's wife. Yeah. She is of that opinion as well. She does not like Pam. I thought oh, she was on the alone. I take literally right. But right She it.
1: has a very like unwavering opinion that Pam cheats on Ron on Roy and that's, <laughs> Ron.
2: on Roy and that's just unforgivable.
0: Emotionally. Mm. Definitely cheats. emotionally cheats. Yes.
2: I can't, I, I can't believe all this Pam slanders occurring on our office pod.
0: It's a, It's not, it's not a we hot We call take. it
2: Slamder here.
0: <laughs> and a nice slice of Christmas Pam.
2: And Pam's candy the best pans. character.
1: Pam is the best, but Karen has the best return online from all seasons. Bryce, don't. When you get her at the very, very end of the whole series and she mm. goes, have you ever made love
0: to a whole bachelorette party <laughs> before? baby, Maybe. <Baby>.
1: <laughs> Why do you
0: call me back about a line from three years ago? <laughs> Bryce, don't punch me, bud. Pam in late seasons when she
2: you're you're going to say she, something that's going to make me hate you. She
0: doesn't she's not funny. She's hilarious. Not when she becomes confident Pam. They change her character.
2: To yeah. to being a mother?
0: No no no, they, they, her personality changes to the way like I feel like certain situations I'm like that didn't seem like a Pam thing.
2: No, she's great. She's, she's growing great in late seasons.
0: I will say that I'm sorry to tell you this but they're online you go over right now there's a very uh, there's a majority of people out there. I say majority but I don't know. There's a wide range of people <laughs> out there that say that she is the antagonist of the show.
2: Yeah, and, and people she breaks on the up a marriage. Large groups of people on the internet have never been wrong. About, <laughs> never, about exactly, so we
0: are in agreement. Exactly. So moving on, I love Pam though. For the Sounds reason. like you hate Pam. I just don't think she's as funny. I like earlier season Pam better, how about that? Time for our favorite category, tidbits, tiddly bits. Mm. This week's episode is presented by Nagasaki. One part eggnog, three parts sake. Most places won't make it for you, though, because it's seasonal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also a really funny lie. Yes. another yes. a good one, yeah. So the
0: joke is it's because it's Nagasaki. No, we, get, we all got the joke. No, I had to explain it to a couple people once. Really? Yeah, and they're like, oh, I thought it was because it was Nagasaki. He's like, no, like Nagasaki, Hiroshima." Like yeah. the that we bombed. Oh,
1: they are probably born after 96.
0: Uh, they're older than me. I will not tell the names of who these people mm-hmm. are.
2: They just didn't take history.
0: No, they didn't. They also didn't grow up in America. No, I'm just kidding. So, some some fun internet research here. You guys find any tidbits? You want to show us your bits, Christian?
3: Well, one bit that we talked about earlier is the fact that Carol is actually Steve Carell's wife in real life. Just in front of her. Nancy Carell. Nancy Carell. Carell. Sorry. uh, Sorry, Steve. Carol (laughs) Carell. It's confusing, but... Something I love about their marriage is that they've been married since 1995, a really long time, and they're not just like some Hollywood sham marriage. And even when he's made it big, like they have kids together from this whole time. I love that, and then I also love the deleted scenes from this episode. Um, and one of them that really gets me is that just is so out of character for this person is Angela's talking to Toby, um, complaining that Toby needs to shut down the other party, and Toby's like, "No." And then Angela slaps Toby in the face. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And then uh, Toby's like, ow. <laughs> He's like, that really hurt. I'm writing you up. And then uh, Angela just goes, Michael was so right about you. And then she walks oh out. Oh,
2: no. Yeah. Gosh. I mean,
3: it's just like a dark scene for Yikes. Angela. That I just like really was. Like, I can see why that wasn't in the show. Yeah. That, like, is against her
2: character.
0: Especially this Michael line. She would never say that. Yeah. Like...
2: <laughs> well, she does, though, because even in the episode when Dwight tells her she's allowed to have the party, she says, did Michael approve? Like, she's once... She's as much of a rule follower as Dwight Start is. Start the
0: party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, a couple of tidbits that I found just perusing the internet, and I have to admit that my tidbits are even more poorly researched than normal Tiddley? and that I only found them from one source IMDB and did not cross-check it anywhere. So these and might not be true. Are we supposed
0: to cross-check or I,
2: I normally do just because I'm a, a perfectionist, So, okay. <laughs> but I do not this time. So first of all Creed. Creed is one of my personal favorite characters just because Fun. he has so few lines, but every t- line he has is yeah. so funny. Best this, ratio. Best ratio of any character. In this episode uh, Creed is singing karaoke And apparently the song he's singing is a song that the real Creed actually wrote. So that's kind of fun. It's a good song. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, do I know that song? And then I was like, oh, I guess I don't. (laughs) Um, Another tidbit. So the main song that is sung at karaoke is Michael and Andy singing Your Body is a Wonderland. Uh, And so when the producers of the show asked John Mayer, if they could use the song in the episode he said yes as long as they gave him a dundee so he received a dundee oh that's so cool i read to, that as well use... did not check it as well <laughs> nice. I, hope, I hope it's true <laughs> what is the
0: name of the dundee they gave him? i say? It
2: didn't say no, i didn't say last
0: maybe if you would have dug a little deeper
2: last tidbit um mm-hmm. there are no benihana's in Scranton, pennsylvania the nearest benihana is two hours from Scranton. whoa you yeah. think they would have wow. done their research probably not because none of us do that. That's
0: <laughs> yeah. true. Knights probably do.
2: Yeah, people from Scranton might up.
1: Um, one thing that I have is, <coughs> it's so sometimes with The Office, it's hard to separate my appreciation for an episode from my like overall love and appreciation for the entire series. Um, and so one thing that I love that they weave throughout is the drummer boy kind of joke on and off again. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so you get it, yeah, you get it in season one with Dwight just like doing it to his himself basically mm-hmm. uh and then you not get even on christmas yeah not even on christmas it's just like the first introduction of dwight you get him yep. doing it uh, and then you get now angela singing it uh, and then later angela even requests that it's played at her wedding to andy i think mm-hmm. at
2: another point she says it's her favorite song it's bigger yeah. than christmas yeah yeah it's that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene. Oh, Is that scene talking
1: to andy she she be... my
3: favorite song The Little drummer okay
1: voice. yeah he goes yeah i've always thought it's bigger than christmas <laughs> yeah um and then another one that I saw from IMDb that uh, I didn't have to check, but I assume is true, um, is uh, when Dwight says, you know, that essentially you have to relinquish all party paraphernalia and they'll be returned to you on January 4th. Uh, that's when the next episode aired, uh, which was like a little oh, subtle reference. Oh, um, So when they come back from Sandals, Jamaica, <laughs> and Michael says, Amon. Amon. Uh,
0: that's on January 4th. In Sandals, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nifty. Yeah, that was a nifty nifty.
1: Those our nifty. <laughs> He's got this real likable. Likable. <laughs> <Way about him. laughs>
0: I really like this Andy guy. Um, so mine was. I touched on earlier that they had different waitresses arrive at the party than they had were hitting on at the at the restaurant. The writers thought it'd be a funny idea. Again, playing on the not so subtle racism that they would bring back two different waitresses and not know, and the ones that they brought back. Or even if they did know, it would indicate that they weren't able to bring back the attractive ones. Mm -hmm. So they were going to bring, this is horrible, very unattractive waitresses back, but they messed up with the casting department because the casting department cast the two women that they brought back. They obviously were not like, you know, hideous people. So uh, that'd be, that that would have been horrible. Yeah, they showed up with like two hideous girls. And yeah, blood. well, I
3: wouldn't have put it past the, like,
1: the e- yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. They, they got, they, they do yeah, stuff like that. That is like you just remind or maybe think about in Hollywood or just in the how do you get cast as the ugly person in Hollywood? Yeah, like when they're like, hey, we need a fat, disgusting person. Uh, you look great for that role. <laughs> uh, thank <laughs> yes. you so much for being disgusting looking. I, right. um, I had yeah. a
0: stand up comedy joke about because um, I've done stand up comedy for years. <laughs> What what the casting call looks like, and I always reference back to dodgeball when they do the cheerleading scene with yeah. Justin Long, the really heavyset girl. I'm like, what do you just just fucking be fat and drool on yourself? Like, how do you what do you do? Like, the casting call, like right.
1: they just go yeah up, horrible. Yeah, there's a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up where he talks about when they do the documentaries on. American weight gain. He's like and they have the slow-mo footage of fat people walking. He's like, you know There's a guy somewhere who knows that's his stomach.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and
1: he's got a friend group that recognizes his gut and They're like just cuz it's oh, uh, like, hey Glenn. I saw your uh, fat ass on the news today
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, My other tip it is in the Benihana scene Jim throws a shrimp at Dwight. Yep. And yeah, and as soon as it hits him it, it ends in the scene it lands in his water and they, it was amazing. They said they cut it out because they thought people would think that's too unbelievable, so it had to be staged. Mm. So mm. Fun, that's little, funny. Fun little nifty game. It's you.
2: funny when things happen and
0: people are like, oh, they, that could not really happen. Exactly. Like, no, we did it on accident. That's exactly. <laughs> touch my heart, touch my... <laughs> so, we usually end our show with, does this belong in the junk drawer, but because we're doing an episode of a TV show and we don't want to throw the office in the junk drawer because that's horrible... Does The Office need to be rebooted or brought back to life? There's been a lot of talk that they might do so.
2: I feel like we're all gonna be in- unanimous on this one. One, two, three, no. No. fuck you. <laughs> I mean, just generally speaking, <laughs> reboots of pretty much everything never, like, it's always better in your mind than it is in reality. Like, people have this idea, mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling is comment. Mindy Kaling uh, plays Kelly on The Office, but she was also a writer and producer. She's commented that, like, she wishes she was able to write Michael Scott's take on some things that have happened since the show ended. But, and I'm sure it'd be hilarious, Mindy Kaling's incredibly talented. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, in, it's better in our minds of, like, oh, what could we do with it than in the actuality yeah. of it? Like, so many of these TV shows that people want to reboot, because it's not just The Office, the number of shows have toyed with the reboot. It, it just, in practice, would not be as funny. Like they, A lot of these actors caught lightning in a bottle being on yeah. the show. Jenna Fisher, John Krasinski, the only known actor when the show started was Steve Carell. Not even. And he was, I mean, people Horse who pilot. watched The Daily Show yeah. knew who he was. Um, and so I think that that's part of the magic of it. That's part of what makes it so interesting. And I just don't think it works if you run it back.
0: So it works now for, the only show that I know that it works for is Will and Grace. And I feel like today's social climate it's the perfect time to have that show because we're understanding of, you know, the lifestyles and stuff, and it works really well, and it's well-received. They also are bringing back Frasier, which the premise that they're bringing it back, I feel like it could work really well. Um, so I'm excited for that. But The Office, yeah, 100% no. I thought the only way they could bring it back, and again, what you said, like we talked about, what would be a cool idea. Dunder Mifflin is looking for a new CEO, and they, have to, they bring Steve Carell in. They bring Michael on to run like David Wallace's job. Yeah. Well, Steve um, Carell said he
2: doesn't want to do it. So hey, it's not Steve Carell definitely doesn't work.
0: He, him and John Krasinski are way too A-list now to come back to TV.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to pitch one to y'all. It's called
1: Young Michael. Uh, it follows Michael when he was a kid, much like Young Sheldon uh, follows Sheldon. In every episode, he just yell,
0: I hate you! Um, so
1: good. But no, I, mean, I, I think we're all here in the same place on yeah. this. Um, we
0: are here in the same place.
1: Like... I'm just at a place where I'm okay with something being good and moving on to something new and seeing if it's good. Uh, And so, like, I'm watching through Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now, and it's not necessarily... It's still current, uh, but it came out years ago now at this point. Um, But there's, like, an aspect to me that it is, like, kind of currently happening. Um, And so, like, I'm excited to be watching through Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But as I'm watching, I'm not, like, okay, I'm not thinking, I can't wait till they reboot this. (laughs) Right. and so I'm, I'm happy yeah. for comedic writers to just continue to write new comedic ideas yes. in the future.
2: Well, I mean, really all you have to do is, is just follow Michael Shore, who is the actor who plays Mose in The Office. So he was Mose in The Office, but he was also a producer. He then went on to make Parks and Rec, yep. The Good Place, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wow. So just yep. whatever he does next, we'll just watch that show.
0: People have been begging for a Friends reunion forever. And I love Friends, and it would just destroy the show. They had a spinoff with Joey for two seasons that almost killed the show's lore. Mm -hmm. I mean, not really, but it was horribly received. I just don't don't touch gold. So speaking of spinoff,
3: well, first of all, Ah, I would absolutely fucking hate if they brought back The Office. Bryce and I were literally just talking about it the other day, how the last episode is like the best last episode of any show ever.
0: Which saves two poor seasons. Yeah, like if they had to re-
3: Run it back like they would ruin the last amazing episode that perfectly summarized everything but in the last season there was the episode of the farm with uh, dwight Schrute, uh rain wilson and thomas middleditch his brother and um i mean that was supposed to be the spin-off but right. it was so poorly received by the audience that they canned it and thank uh, god thank god
0: they would have killed dwight's character yeah. That was was one one? of the
3: biggest reasons is that they didn't want to mess with the whole vibe and um, following and the character of Dwight that he built up until that point. So, I mean, no, do not bring it back. Although that
1: that episode has one of my favorite scenes of all of The Office when they sing, uh, I think it's the Decemberist song, the... When we all arrive,
0: mm-hmm. sons and daughters. Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: yes, that song. Oh, it just touched my heart. NBC. And then they put the
3: the crows' beaks yeah. on the ground, and he yeah. even crushes them with his heel.
0: They must love them because they play at the Har- uh, the Harvest Festival, the se- or the yeah, Unity Fair. Oh, it's that's so awesome. funny. Yeah. Because I bought their album after hearing them at Parks and Rec.
1: that's uh, so funny.
0: Well, everyone, thank you for joining us, Christian. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Thank we'll you love for to have having you. me. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And um, we can't wait to have you back with us again next week. We're doing another Christmas themed episode.
1: Maybe it's going to be Mo Rockin' Christmas.
0: Probably won't be. Mm. Thank you so
1: much for listening to this week's episode of the Junk Drawer Podcast. If there's a movie that you want to hear us talk about, then please reach out to us at askthejunkdrawer at gmail.com. See you next time.